You're listening to Rhema for Today. Now you have to realize this, that a lot of people try to act on somebody else's faith and it won't work. You'll fall flat on your face. Are you listening? Or they try to act just from a mental standpoint and it won't work. But when you know, bless God, and you'll know it right here on the inside of you, somebody else may perceive it. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on how to write your own ticket with God. Next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. She just kept talking unbelief. She just kept talking doubt. Amen. Get off of that negative side. Get over on the positive. Live there. Stay there. Amen. So step number one, say it. Now what did she, first step that she met, Jesus asked me, he said the first step, she said it. Say it. He asked me, and I didn't know, you know, and I'd read that through so many times. What was the second step? I never thought of looking at it like this, though I'd read it. I didn't know. He said step number two, do it. You see? Notice. When she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment, for she said, or in other words, for she had said, already said it, if I may but touch his clothes, it shall be whole. You see, not only saying, but now you see action. Say it. Step number two, do it. Now here's what Jesus said. I wrote it down. He said, action... And I added the word hour there. He didn't put that. He just said actions. Defeat you or put you over. Our action, in other words, or your action. According to the action, we receive or we are kept from receiving or we are defeated. He said to me, I'm, I'm quoting him verbatim. I wrote it down. He said to me, It wouldn't have done this woman any good to say, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole and stay where she is. But you see, she had to add action to what she said when she acted on it. That's all he said on the subject. This is just me talking now. You remember that James said in the book of James, King James translation, faith without works is dead being alone. Now that's a little bit blind to us because a lot of time people get their mind and they're on uh, works for salvation. But remember, James not writing to sinners, he's writing to the church. He said, is any sick among them called for the elders of the church? These people are already saved. They're already in the church. Amen. Now that's just a little blind to us, King James translation. Weymouth's translation of the New Testament reads, faith without corresponding actions is dead, being alone. 
And then Weymouth translation goes on to say, you show me your faith without your actions, and I'll show you my faith by my actions. You see, faith is revealed in word and action. And it's safe to say that there is no faith without word or action. Or if it's there, it's dead. Amen. I said amen. amen. You see, for faith to work, you've got to put it into action. Now you go real quickly with me. You've got your Bibles there. And I'll give you a scriptural illustration of that. Go to the uh, Acts of the Apostles. Notice that this is the uh, first missionary journey of Barnabas and Paul or Saul. And notice that the word that God tells us, 16th chapter of Acts. Now I could quote it, but if we quote it, I think folks miss it. I want you to take time to read it for yourself. So the word that God tells us concerning uh, their ministry, I said 16, I meant 14th chapter, that there Paul and Barnabas preached the gospel, 7th verse, and there they preached the gospel. Where? Well, Lister, Derby, and so on. And then the 8th, ninth, and 10th verses tells us something that happened under the preaching of the gospel as Paul preached. There said a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. Now a man, a man, grown man, never walked a step in his life, born crippled. Now look at the ninth verse. The same, that is the crippled man, heard Paul speak, who, that is Paul, steadfast in beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Now stop reading right there at the end of the ninth verse. What's the last statement of that verse? He had faith to be healed. Didn't he? Is he healed? No. 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 He's still sitting there crippled. He's still sitting there crippled. He's still sitting there crippled. Why? Because he hadn't put his faith into action. Read the next verse. Paul said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. Hallelujah. And you see, when he acted his faith, now you have to realize this, that a lot of people try to act on somebody else's faith and it won't work. You'll fall flat on your face. Are you listening? Or they try to act just from a mental standpoint and it won't work. But when you know, bless God, and you'll know it right here on the inside of you, somebody else may perceive it. Preaching right here, I preached all over Texas. You know, I left my last church, I passed up East Texas in 1949. And from 49 through 62 and into 63, I was on the field there, you see, for 13 years and a little better, going from church to church. And, and I had people, I remember preaching one time up here at Waco, month of September, 1953, four weeks of September. 
And I remember a lady came to that meeting, and uh, I, I didn't know I didn't know the congregation. I'd never preached in Waco before. I was preaching in the old 18th and Pine Assembly of God Church, where Hardy Weathers was pastor at that time, 1953, September, four weeks. And uh, taught in the morning time, 10 o'clock, preached at night time. And you know, it wasn't a large church. Oh, you know, maybe a couple hundred people, but we'd have more people than that out, maybe 300 at night. You'd have about 100. Well, I think we finally got up to 150 in the daytime teaching them. And uh, there was a, a large bill in every offering, morning and night. Now, this is 53, you've got to realize, see. That's 30-some-odd years ago. We, we hadn't hit any of this inflation spiral. And a large bill meant a lot of money. Big, every single time. Wasn't putting an envelope anything. You see, we, we put the meeting on. It just sort of like we did here. I actually worked with them. I didn't have anybody. They had all the singing and all. I'd take the offerings up in the morning time for the church, and they'd give me every night offering. The morning offerings, you know, paid all their expense and everything. But morning and night. So, brother... Well, there's mentioned that, said, you know, the usher said, you know, they'd count the offering. There's a large bill in there every time. We got to watching this, this woman putting that in. Well, I said, who is Brother Weather? said, I don't know. I, I thought maybe, you know, I could see that she's a very aristocrat-looking woman. I mean, just stood out ahead of the crowd. I mean, I mean, you look back over the crowd, you know, and she's so dressed and so, so uh, aristocratic. It just stands out. And so uh, Brother Weather said, I'm going to find out. And so he found out, and then he came and told me. In fact, he brought her and introduced her to me. Now, I could tell you something about her, and you'd immediately recognize every single one of you. But I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Amen. You'd immediately recognize it's a very prominent person, very prominent person. And he said she has cancer. And she's never been to a full gospel meeting before in her life. But she read a testimony sometime of somebody that was healed under our ministry, and she's come to stay here during the whole meeting. So I talked to her, and in talking to her, I saw, of course, that her fate's not on that level. She knows nothing at all about the baptism of the Holy Ghost and spiritual things. She is born again, and that's just about it, just a baby Christian, see. So I said to her, because I, I had laid hands on her, a uh, small church, that way I just laid hands on people on Tuesday and Friday, and she didn't receive. And so I said, now, uh, uh, how long are you going to stay? Oh, she said, I'm going to stay until the meeting's over. I I'm going to be here. If it runs six months, I'll be here. Fine, I said. You just come day and night. I'll be here. I said, now, don't come back in the healing line or the prayer line. She also wanted to be filled with the Spirit now that she's heard about it, knows about it. I said, just sit there and listen. And, and with this kind of a small crowd, you can't always do it on a bigger crowd. I I I'm not going to take time to explain to you why. But you'd understand it if I had time to do it. But with a smaller crowd, like in the morning time, for instance, I said, I'll know. It's just, do you know, said Paul perceived. Didn't say the Lord revealed it to him. Do you notice that? Said he perceived. There ought to be a certain amount of spiritual perception to every one of us. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Keeping Stress from Becoming Distress. 
Also in this package is the book entitled Faith Worketh by Love. Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen entitled Hey God, Why Is It Taking So Long? Last but not least is mini book from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled God's Medicine. You can get all of this for the price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Hey, we got some... We, we have some, some crusades coming up. Yeah, well, actually, uh, we have changed the name. Oh, that's right. We are calling it Living Faith, Faith Conference. Conference. That's right. Uh, everybody's telling us that that's, uh, that's more up to date. That's our right. And we grand- need to be up to date, yeah, don't we? Yeah, our kids, our grandkids. <laughs> uh, we've got a Living Faith Conference in Hayward, California on January 22nd through the 24th, Sunday through Tuesday. Yes. Heart of the Bay Christian Center with Pastors Mark and Brenda Thomas. Hey, if you're in the area, come on That's out right. and be with us. Or if you know friends in the area, let them know about it so they can come and join us. And then we're going to Southern California to Murrieta, California, uh, January the 25th through the 27th. That's Wednesday through Friday. 2023 at West Coast Life Church, Pastors Ray Jean and Beth Wilson. All the information you can get at rhema.org slash LFC for our service time. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, How to Write Your Own Ticket with God. That's tomorrow on Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.